Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, this is Michelle, and this is the um, Alchemy Academy, and we're doing Body Love Alchemy. Um, and I know that I have been negligent in this area for a while, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it back and go through this topic again. Um, I used to have a really good practice of doing something loving for my body every day. And I was still doing some of the things, but I had kind of lost that focus of really making it about sending loving messages to my body. And uh, then my body started, I, I started having some health issues and stuff. And I, and I got that realization that, um, hmm, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm not focusing on the right things. And um, it's actually kind of funny how quickly things started to shift because I started having really bad digestion problems. I was going to this doctor and that doctor and having all these tests done. And then when I just stopped and started really focusing in on sending my body love and eating what felt good to eat and doing what exercise felt good. And actually I just stopped taking all the medications. And I really think one of them was probably exacerbating the problem (laughs) because I was taking too many things. I think I had gotten out of the, uh, the what I wanted focus into the how, how can I make it happen, which is like not usually the place that we want to focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, and I turned on my um, do not disturb on this phone, but I can't figure out why it's still tamed. I don't know. Hopefully it's not too loud, but no, it's um, that's good. So um, I, I wanted to share with you one of the, the stories that I shared in one, probably the first video because it's been a, like a big eye opener for me when I, I went to a workshop at a unity church when I was in my early 20s. And the lady who taught it, I unfortunately can't remember her name. I bought her cassette and I listened to it over and over and over um, because it was called Lighten Up. And basically she had had lots of problems with her health and her weight and, you know, all this stuff. And she had decided she wanted to be a spiritual teacher, but she felt like she had to get her life in order. And she went to a meditation, a 24-hour, like, New Year's meditation, and she had gotten a, um, like, a download, a an inspiration through that meditation that what she was to do, and she, for her, it was two steps, which was one was she had to 
one time go look at herself in the mirror and tell every part of her body that she loved it out loud, which I thought it's sometimes challenging, like, to do that kind of thing. I even, like, if I get practice just telling myself I love myself out loud in the mirror, it feels so odd at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I um, I did it when I was back then, and it was a hard thing to do. Um, but then the second one was just a daily practice of she got this body lotion, and every day she would just after her shower, put on the body lotion in a very mindful, loving way, speaking like, you know, thank you, feet, for carrying me around every day and just thanking all the parts of her body. Um, Not necessarily, I don't think it had to be out loud, but just really focusing in on sending loving thoughts to, of thankful thoughts to all the parts of her body. Um, And when she did it, she found that over time, her she had some problems with a shoulder and they just went away and that she ended up losing weight and getting healthier without really trying she said she noticed that she stopped getting the afternoon candy bar at work that she used to get and she actually stopped eating meat but she didn't plan to and so it was kind of like her body when she loved it it kind of guided her to do what was best for her, which, you know, may or may not be best for other people. I think she had stopped eating sugar too. And she said she knew something was strange when she had bought someone her favorite cheesecake for their birthday and she couldn't eat it. <laughs> she like cut a I love piece cheesecake. And she's like, That's my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And she's like, I cut out a slice and I put up the fork and I was like, I can't eat it. I can't put it in my body and it wasn't like a you know I'm not going to do this because it's not good for me it's just like she didn't desire it anymore which to me I think is like the the best way right to make changes in our body and our lifestyle is to love ourselves for what feels good and you know do what feels good but I think the more we give ourselves love the more our body naturally starts to desire what's best for us because we're not fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. Or I guess our body's not fighting against our mind and our mind's not fighting against our body. Cause she said she used to always try to diet before she did that. And the diet, she said every time she did, you know, it was like her mind was going, you're starving. You know, the body was going, you're starving me. And the mind was going no food. And the body was like, I'll turn up the hunger and you will eat the food. Uh-huh. And it was the big, um, you know, fight between the mind and the body. But when she could change and just love her body as it was and be thankful for all the good things about it, then it seemed like that it shifted. And so that has always stuck with me as a very important practice. And I've I've wondered, uh, actually... um, if I had done it consistently every day since I had um, learned about it, <laughs> mm-hmm. how healthy I might be. But I also know that I've done it like probably at least a third of the time, 
you know, mm-hmm. like I'll be really good with it for three or four months and then I stop, which I think that's like, that was one thing that she said a lot of people stop doing. I think we, we all kind of get into that thing of like, we know things are good for us, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's like a fear around that, that too. And she said a lot of people will have a hard time doing it for 30 days because their brain will start saying, you don't have time to do this. This is a waste of time. You don't need to do it. And um, yeah, it sounds so easy to create these daily rituals, but I don't know. Maybe I'm inherently lazy. I just think, I I can't really tell it's doing anything or, you know, it's so easy to slough it off when I know it's doing me good. Yeah, it, it it is, and I I think well. One of the good things that we can do is um, well, probably two things. One is if you try to find a ritual that really feels good for you, because I've kind of changed over the years. Because I, you know, she did the lotion, and then I started doing um, dry brushing. Because mm-hmm. um, I had a doctor who recommended it, and I really liked doing that process so I did that and actually now that I've started up I was um looking at some different things as far as like some I was having some nerve issues and some muscle pain and so I got this like just little massager and I massaged my whole body (laughs) while Mm -hmm. I do you know it feels really good so that helps yeah that helps me stick to it I don't know like if there's nothing inherently hard or bad. I still put on lotion, but for some reason, to take that time to focus in, it is working for me doing it there. And I think sometimes we have to change things up and shift them because maybe just as humans, like not necessarily lazy, but we get bored. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, the same thing, or it, or it starts to lose its um juiciness or charge for us so we have to find a different way but finding something that that we like to do makes it easier to do mm-hmm. and then maybe just kind of tracking the insight sometimes you can't always you don't notice the big picture until you step away from it but if you can track kind of like you know your track your mood track how things are going track how your energy feels when you're doing this because like you say it's easy to think it doesn't make a difference but it does make a difference in so many ways and some of them we don't even correlate I don't think yeah and it could be a lot of preventative things going on but there's no way to to track how helpful it is until you stop yeah maybe um Maybe I should make a um, thing and let people add to it, like a file where we can add, um, because I know I've kept lots of articles about, like, you know, the benefits of doing meditation, the benefits of mindfulness practice that way. When you're thinking, oh, this isn't important, you can go look and Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Great idea. Especially if you're, like, my daughter's a very scientific person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a feeling person. If I feel like it's working for me, it doesn't matter. I don't have to have proof, but she wants proof. And I think yeah. there's a lot of people where their brain's like, I want proof. I want to know. 
the mm-hmm. research has been done and that this works for other people too. <laughs> right. Right. Well, this would be interesting for me because I've um I don't know if it's just me getting older, but I've noticed over the past few months I've had a lot more not nothing serious, just like some little aches and pains, a rash that's not going away, some other little cramping issues and things like that and and I sat and made a list of, oh, okay, it'd be nice to go to an allergist and be nice to go to an orthopedic doctor about this. And and it's just kind of ridiculous. I, I'm just thinking to myself, if I can do more body love, you know, maybe, I, you know, I can take care of all this on my own, all these little symptoms that tell me something's off. Yeah, and I think, I think that... I'm all for like kind of like the Denise Duffield Thomas thing of throwing anything at it as long mm-hmm. as it if if it feels good and doesn't make it work. But I think like maybe doing the body love and just kind of even maybe like doing some scripting or something about how easy solutions to the body problem and maybe doing body love is all you need, but maybe um, somebody else supporting you and you know, sometimes I find when I start doing those practices, then I'm directed, kind of guided towards the right doctor or the right um, therapist or, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, throw out all that, too. I would say use your, use your spiritual practice to guide you to someone that will be, the, like, the perfect person to give you an easy solution. Yeah, I, I've been resisting some of it because I don't want to get on a lot of medications, you know. I, I'm yeah. not one to say don't go to the doctor because obviously sometimes you have to. But right. I, I don't want to get hooked on a lot of medicines either. Uh, well, so, so maybe setting an intention for a doctor that um, is more um, holistic and more at helping you solve your problems without medication. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I've had an interesting thing because things just kind of seem like they pop up out of nowhere. But my, I had went to a doctor for um, a naturopath here for some hormonal things that I was having a while back, and my son, he was having. They the doctors said it was eczema, and it was on the back of his both of his knees and it was probably at least three if not like four inches long from like the very top of the back to like the very bottom of the back of his wow. knee and it would crack and bleed and it was like really bad mm-hmm. and so they gave me creams and this is like when he was like three or four that he started it up till the age of almost seven and I kept taking him back to the doctor, and they kept giving me cortisone cream and um, uh, they it would never get better though it would maybe help a little bit, and they put him on prednisone. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a yeah, steroid. yeah, and it's like I didn't want to give it to him, mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't feel good about it. Maybe that's why it didn't work so well. I mean, it helped for a little bit, but as soon as they took him off because they did like a two week course of it, it you know started cracking and bleeding again, and yeah. so i I was trying to you know I was doing Reiki on him, and I was trying to really. Because I didn't feel like I could do nothing because it was, 
really bothering him. And um, for some reason, just like, actually, I was like meditating on him doing better. I was like, I'm going to take him to my doctor, my naturopath. I took him to her and she was like, oh, this is fungal. And I was like, fungal, whatever. Okay. (laughs) She gave me three little bottles of oriental medicine drops, herbal medicine. And so I had to put three drops of each one in a little thing of water three times a day. Six weeks later, it was gone. Like I had had treated him through conventional medicine for uh, at least three, if not four years (laughs) with no or very little improvement. And I just felt like at that time, I kind of got that guidance to go take him to her. So, you know, sometimes our, our help can come through outside means. Right. But yeah, it's amazing though, because it never came back. He took the drops for like six months and then she was like, I think he's fine now. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like set that intention to find somebody to, that it's either just going to clear up on its own or you're going to find someone who's going to help you solve it in a way that feels good to you. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I think most of us are at that point now where we don't want to take a bunch of medications. Yeah, it seems like they really mask problems or symptoms sometimes. Make the symptoms go away, but you feel like there's something there that caused it in the first place that needs your attention. Yeah, that's kind of like I I think there's definitely a place for conventional medicine, mm-hmm. but nowadays I always start with the alternatives, like you say, and I try to find mm-hmm. what's the cause or if there's, you know, um, something natural that can help me fix it. And even, you know, my husband tells me that it's a placebo, and I'm like, well, that's <laughs> what I'm all that's what I'm all about, right? Yeah. Because if you believe in something and it works, then then why not? <laughs> then why not? It works, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's really what I'm kind of trying to focus on with uh, with body love is being as sweet to our bodies, giving them some some form of daily. Um, attention and love and then uh, kind of setting those intentions to you know solve any problems in the easiest way possible and you know getting being open to guidance and doing what works for us it's so interesting to me how there are so many different ways that people eat as far as like choosing different diets and like there's and for every diet there is out there there's somebody that thrives on it and somebody that is like this doesn't work for me (laughs) right you know it's it's interesting and in our family my oldest daughter has been eating vegan for a while and she really likes that and she really feels good on that diet but I know some people struggle with that or have health issues with that and then vice versa some people who do like the 
the paleo find that that doesn't work for them, and some people find that it does work for them. And right. It's just really interesting. I've been trying to be supportive of her, so I have, um, and I used to, I did the vegetarian thing for like four years. It's kind of hard when your husband's a big meat eater. I bet. <laughs> it's hard here. <laughs> to stick with. But so I was like, you know, I'm not going to do any rules. I'm going to, um, I'm going to try to cut back on my meat. And but if it feels good for me to eat meat, I'm going to eat meat. And um, after doing that, uh, I've probably like been 90% vegetarian since February. So, mm-hmm. but um. For me, I'm one of those people who, like, if you tell me it's a rule and I can't do it, <laughs> yeah. that's not gonna, that's, I, I'm, I'm going to buck that system and, and buck those those rules. And I kind of have been playing around with, I had read um, uh, from the Sedona Method. Mm-hmm. I Actually, I don't think this was in this book. It was in the video, an audio and it kind of stuck with me about was a lady who had problems with her weight and she wanted to control her weight she didn't she didn't want to like have like some kind of formal diet that she planned that she was following so she did the sedona method on her food anything she wanted to eat she would let go she would like kind of go through that thing with the sedona method there are like the questions where it's a letting go process so um it's like, can I, um, basically, it's like, can I be okay with having this feeling and yes or no? And then can I be okay with letting go of this feeling? And even if you say no, you still, then they still say, you still kind of have a little bit of a let go usually. And, you know, when can I let go of it? And so if your answer is yes, you might want to, you want to say now and you kind of just try to mentally let go of it mm-hmm. so she would let go of like let go mentally of her desire to eat whatever it was or accept her desire and then let go of her desire so if she wanted to eat chocolate cake she would be like okay I'm accepting my desire <laughs> mentally so it's kind of a mental process to go through and then I'm, I'm letting go of the desire and then after she did that little process for one or two minutes if she still wanted to eat whatever it was then she ate it <laughs> I don't know, that might be a dangerous method for me. <laughs> supposedly, she lost all this weight, but but yeah. the problem for me, I think, is you have to actually go through that. Like, you can't really just ask yourself that question and let your mind answer it. You have to mm-hmm. kind of go to that meditative, mindful space of like really actually accepting your desire to eat it and really actually letting go of the desire, which mm-hmm. takes a little bit of time, you know, I mean, not forever, but like three or four minutes and I could have a piece of cake gone before I even thought of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, I could see how it would help with cravings though, if you can put some distance, you know, sometimes it's just a fleeting thought and you don't really want to need it, but other times, you really do want it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I've done that with myself where I've like, I may mentally think I want something and then as I'm eating it, I'm like, I'm not really enjoying this. 
why am I eating it? But I'm also, if I'm going to, if I eat it and I enjoy it, then I think it can't be bad for me. Right. <laughs> so, and if you're focused and mindful when you're eating it, then you're not going to overeat. I don't, I don't think most people. It's when you're eating while you're doing something else or you're just, you're eating because you're stressed and not because you're hungry or not, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not really tasting the food is when we end up eating more food than what we really need. I think one thing I've had to let go of when I've noticed I've been eating like that and it's not even good to me or I don't want it. I have this mentality from growing up, you have to have this clean plate. You know, you have mm-hmm. to start to eat something, you have to finish it because starving kids in India or whatever, and I have to I have that turn to let go of that and just do away with the food because it's not helping me or yeah. them. <laughs> yes, and I think, like, I read something on that, and I've always kind of, like, tried to keep that in mind, but it was like um, you're not wasting it necessarily by throwing it away or not eating it right now, but you are wasting it by putting it in your in your mouth and eating it when it doesn't feel good to you or your body. Yeah. And I wish I could remember exactly how I, someone had phrased it in a way that I thought it really hit home to me, and that wasn't it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the basic meaning behind it. Um, and I've tried – I. Actually, I think that that was one of the reasons why I did really well at maintaining um, a good body weight and stuff through my life. Um, it, it got harder after um, I hit menopause, and I think maybe that's a story too, <laughs> you know, that we all think it's going to, and so it does. Actually, I didn't really hit menopause, but after I got to 40, I think it was, after I had my last child. Um, but... Um, Growing up, I had a family who, I think maybe it's just because there was only one child, it wasn't a big deal. I could eat whenever I wanted to, and I could eat whatever I wanted to. My parents never wow. <laughs> never said, you know, don't eat that, or dinner's coming, there's a snack. And as a child, I lived right across the street from my grandparents, and I would go down there and eat dinner with them, then come home and eat dinner with my parents. And sometimes I'll look back and I'll think, I eat all that food (laughs) and I was so skinny. I mean, you know, a lot of times when you're a young child, you may have a really fast metabolism, but I think part of it was part of, I just always ate what I wanted to when I wanted to. So if my body said I'm hungry, I ate and nobody said anything. And if I said, I'm not hungry, I didn't eat and nobody said anything. And I guess I think part of it was just because my dad worked a lot so we didn't actually have family meals. Uh, I mean, my mom always cooked dinner, but we just ate when we wanted to because my dad would get home like really late, like way after I was asleep. So yeah. it wasn't like this is the dinner time. Not usually. I mean, we did sometimes on weekends and if he was home, but a lot of times it just wasn't a big deal. And so I've tried <laughs> to do that with my children to a certain degree because I want, like, I'm like, if you don't want to eat, you don't have to eat, but I try to do the family dinner. So I'm like, we, we're we just going to sit here and talk, and <laughs> here's the meal. If you're not hungry right now, you can eat later, you know. <laughs> right. Or if you're hungry right now, you can eat now 
as long as everybody sits and comes together at mealtime, which was really hard for my husband because he was raised in one of those families where you have to eat everything on your plate. And I've known that's, too many that's people. Was. It was a large family, and we all sat down together, and you ate, it, whether you liked it or not. You ate everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went through that with my my stepson. That's the way my my husband had been raised was, yeah, like you did not leave the table until you ate it, like right. period. It, if you sat there till midnight, you sat there till midnight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just thinking that's not really healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so we, we – we ironed out those differences between us with my, my stepson. I was like, I don't, I don't think you should do that. But that's what my parents did. And I was like, well, they were great, but. <laughs> right. But this is not really a good thing because I think so many people do have that mentality of you have to eat everything on your plate, like you said, or you're wasting and you're hurting kids who are starving in another country. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, and there was a lot of guilt. Your, your dad worked hard to pay for this food, mm-hmm. and your mom worked in the kitchen and played, and you know, <laughs> so you're gonna eat it. It's good for you. Yeah, it's. I guess a lot of us have so many guilt stories over food. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was, I feel like I was pretty lucky that I didn't get very much of that. Yeah, yeah, um, you were. Yeah. I have a good friend who has had a lot of problems with weight and she said it's just really hard for her because she can't go to a restaurant and order food and not eat everything on her plate because she still hears our parents in her mind, we're paying so much for this meal, you must eat it all. Yeah. (laughs) It's a real thing. It is, yeah, it is a real thing. I guess... Mm -hmm. That's just another area of where we can rewrite a new story for ourselves as adults. Right. Um, right. I've gotten to the point I notice it and I can get past it most of the time. Yeah, I think that, I think it's a lot of it is definitely the beginning part is noticing it and becoming aware of it. I think that's the hardest part. So I think sometimes people don't even, it's just so ingrained Right. So you don't realize that you're doing that you're eating all that food because there's that story in the back of your mind from when you're a child telling you that you need to or you're a bad person or you're not respecting your parents or you're wasting money or food and yeah yeah easy old stories <laughs> uh, do you have any other things that have come up for you around? Um, no, I don't. That, that's good. <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm working a little bit with the with the movement, but I'm trying to do the same thing with the movement as with the food, as just um, choosing things that feel good to me. And uh, you know, I guess there's. It's the same thing with movement as with nutrition. There's such a range that works with so, for people um, mm-hmm. because you have those people who, like, do, like, the ultra marathons. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I laugh. I shouldn't, but I just know that that's, yeah. like, not my path. <laughs> right. I'm more of a yoga path. girl. 
<laughs> and then the people who, you know, the, the yogis who like sit and meditate in caves for years and barely move at all. And, yeah. you know, both of them, I don't know if thrive is the word, but they're both, it works for them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there's just such a wide range of what what can work for for us. And so we don't need to, like, necessarily say, to be healthy, I must exercise, you know, four times a week for one hour. And I can actually say, ah, oh, I like to do yoga. This feels good. So I'm going to do this. I think for me, the only thing is I make a rule for myself that I have to do like five minutes of some kind of movement activity a day mm-hmm. because I can get in the habit of not doing, I mean, obviously I'm going to move because I'm going to walk around the house, but not doing any intentional mm-hmm. movement for my body. Mm-hmm. And I find that if I make myself do five minutes, like I'm going to do yoga poses for five minutes, or I'm going to go jump on the little mini trampoline for five minutes. I'll often do more. Yeah. And But some days I don't, and I'm like, that's okay. As long as I do my five minutes, that's yeah. my only rule for myself. And I try to think of that as part of the body body love that my body needs to move. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it, I feel better when I do that on a daily basis. Right. I guess the only thing I've had lately is I felt really compelled that I was drinking way too much diet soda, and I have cut back significantly on that and feel better. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one. And, I mean, because I think, you know, being said that most anybody can thrive on any kind of diet, diet, diet soda has some of those chemicals in it that a lot of people react to and have negative issues with. Yeah, it was just too much. So, yeah, I feel better backing off of that. I haven't completely cut it out, but I've cut it down a lot and I feel okay. That's probably perfect for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm working on my, my water intake and trying to figure out what feels good for me on that because... So, like, you know, and I guess I need to be mindful of, like, that continuum of some people drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people don't drink that much. But I feel like I wasn't drinking enough for myself. But when I drink as much as some of these people recommend, I have yeah. I have problems because I'm in the bathroom all day. It oh, makes yeah, me nauseous to drink as much as water as they recommend. I, yeah. I don't think my body needs that much that's just me personally yeah me too whenever I mm-hmm. whenever I've tried to do it I feel bloated and yeah. like I it's like yeah it's like my body is all it's doing is working to process that water back out of my body so I'm like yeah, yeah I'm like you I don't think I personally need that level there might be some people who do and maybe it has something to do with where you live and your activity level and your genetic but for me, I'm trying to drink more because I do, I drink a lot of the sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll drink three or four cans of that a day. And I don't know, maybe that's enough, but I'm trying to drink just plain water 
Right. It's really hard for me, but the thing I have been doing (laughs) is um, I bought a bottle and I was like, how can I make this fun? And so I did, um, I looked up on Hibiscus Moon, um, the crystal lady, Mm -hmm. and like got some crystals that are safe to put in water, you know, like the gym elixir thing. And I got like just some smooth quartz and some smooth um, rose well yeah all I have in there now is just quartz and rose quartz um, mm-hmm. I think there are some others I might play with later but that was kind of a way to make it fun for me I put those in it and then I cut up a little bit of fruit like strawberries or um, I've done cher- one time I did cherries and limes and I've done strawberries and different things that and actually sounds put, really good yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that, like, make that up the night before and put it in the refrigerator, and it's one big, um, it's like a, is it a quart, a half a gallon, half of a, a half of a half of a gallon. It's not a half a gallon, but I would try to drink one of those a day. But to me, like, having that fruit and the crystals in it sitting overnight and kind of infusing makes it more appealing. <laughs> Yeah, I should try that because, um, you know, every summer solstice she offers her kits and stuff at a discount and get everything she's written, and I did that last year. So I've got the recipes for the elixirs. I just I haven't done it. Well, I, I, bought, I bought hers too, and I haven't done a lot, but there have been certain things that I've, that I've pulled out. But And I probably should go through and look at the recipes and see if some of the other ones would be good and I thought it was interesting too because she said that even if you don't know if a stone is really good to put in your water and safe you can just sit it outside the water glass for like an hour or two and it can still pick up the energy but without picking up any um yeah poison or any toxins that would be bad for your body well that's a great tip I, I did not realize that Makes sense. Yeah, I thought that was uh, a neat one too because some of, like, even some of the crystals that they say are safe. I'm like, mm, well, I don't have one that's tumbled, and I I prefer to put ones that are tumbled just so that I don't know. I feel like I can clean those and have those in the drink without. Yeah. Just I don't yeah, know. I it just feels like it's more hygienic <laughs> and more yeah, more safe that nothing is breaking off on it that I wouldn't know. Right. Or dissolving. Accidentally. Yeah, or dissolving true. So that's yeah, that's my working on the the body love with the water with the gym infused water to make it more fun. Yeah. And I like that. All about making everything more fun if possible. That's the way you stick to something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I think what I'm going to do, since you don't have any more questions, I don't have anything that I can think of. If anybody listens and has any questions, just email them to me or um, put them in the group. But maybe we can just do a Reiki um for each other and for the group, and we can just kind of maybe concentrate on sending intentions of uh, healing love for everybody's bodies. 
everybody's okay. bodies. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and start sending, and you can too, Debbie. And if anybody's listening later, they can add their energy in too. Okay. 
Okay. We'll go ahead and close out the session. I'm going to see. For some reason, I got. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.